What's up, Bugs? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Bugs Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl. And join with us yet again, it's our good friend Justin. Yeah. What's up, Justin? Hi. Everybody, right? It's all good. It's, <clears throat> oh. All good yeah. this evening. He's here for our uh, well, second episode. Yeah, and we, we did a we did a little mini butt so too there. Yeah, with some so predictions. But episode. here we're gonna get into, as always news and rumors. News and rumors. Um, all right. So the first one I have is uh, actually just a Twitter post, and I wanted to uh, hear you guys' reaction to it. Uh, Seth Rollins had posted on Twitter that he said, and I quote: "If we're not the guys who can main event WrestleMania." then how are we ever going to be The Rock? How are we going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin? We can't hold on to these guys forever. We just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. Yeah. Like, when you're putting someone in and failing year after year after year, I mean... Why? Why keep trying? I mean, we've said it for weeks, the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Roman Reigns? Is Roman Reigns? Is what the WWE does with Roman Reigns. Right. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Like, yeah. he's capable of so much more. Yep. Like, but he's now in, like, almost total don't give a fuck mode. Because, like, he's not even trying his matches like he used to. Right. Like, I mean, why would you? Right. You know? I mean, something's got to get at some point with this. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, there are other guys on the roster that can be the next rock. Can be the yeah, next Yeah, like the guy cold. you just mentioned. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Seth Rollins. The guy he's facing Sunday. Yeah. The guy that's running with the guy he's facing on Sunday. Right. Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. Rusev's gotten himself over like five times in the last three mm-hmm. years. Like, Yeah, motherfucker came into WrestleMania in a goddamn tank. Like... He was over his shit. And that was badass as shit. It was. It's one of the most badass entrances it's, ever. And if you don't think it is, have you ever rode in a WrestleMania on a tank? Right. Didn't fucking think so. <laughs> yeah. Church and Slaughter might have at one point. I mean, maybe. Off maybe camera. Not. Who knows? I'm sure the military rolled out for Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He was like a G.I. Joe. Yeah. Which was dope. Literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just letting the buds know. I oh, know yeah. you guys know this, but some of the buds <laughs> yeah. might be a little younger and not know that he was a legit G.I. Joe. Did you hear they are doing a third season of The Toys That Made Us? No. And it is going to include Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and wrestling action figures. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so that should be really good. I bet we talk about that in the future on an episode. Oh, yeah. Oh. When that comes out, we will definitely <laughs> talk about that. Just saying. Uh, just saying. <clears throat> Probably hint, both hint, the Ninja hint, Turtle hint. and the hint. wrestling one. Right. It. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. It, uh, I'm stoked for that. Because if you haven't seen that show, it's definitely a show to watch. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I like it. Um, it was so on yeah. Netflix or some such. Netflix, yeah. Going back to what Seth Rollins said, though, I mm-hmm. mean... He's right. The WWE is so good at burying people. Mm-hmm. And just for no reason. But they're good at making stars, it. too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... Bruno San Martino. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage. But look at the time. Roddy Roddy Piper. Well, Roddy Piper was already made. But look at the people you listed so savage, and how long ago. Yeah, but I mean. then, I mean, okay, so you got Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And here's where you get to the problem is when you get to the most recent ones. Randy Orton, mm-hmm. Edge, John Cena, <clears throat> Triple H. Right. Brock yeah. Lesnar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Miz. <laughs> the Miz is getting himself. there. 
Yeah. Who's done it himself? Pretty much. Um, they do I mean, seem to give him a lot of free reign, show. though, in all fairness. They do. That's Roman's problem. To me, The Miz is, like, the biggest success story. Because, I mean, dude was on the fucking real world. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he he's this. He Just, said this is what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And he, he fucking did it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, he probably used Zombocom to help Zombocom. him. You can do anything yeah. there. You're, you you're on limitations yourself. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. It's damn true. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yes. All right. All right. So moving so right along to the next right next along. news or rumor. Um, whichever some it has to be. Shitty shit this week. Uh, week. Um, <clears throat> Dave Meltzer uh, had made some comments on the difference of Peyton Royce's look. In yeah, NXT, I saw this compared to WWE uh, main roster, SmackDown Live, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, kind of fucked up, kind of taken out of context. So I read it, and I I read it before anything else. Mm-hmm. I saw it on my Twitter feed, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's right. That's valid. I mean, yeah. I get where he's coming from there. Not that that really has anything right. to do with anything, but I get where he's coming from. Whatever, and right. I moved on with my day. Yeah, because I'm a rational person. Right. Um, there's not enough of those people <laughs> right that's the thing uh, I read something someone, on the internet it, it didn't apply right. to me and I didn't care I agreed with it it's, sure. true. it's a true statement but that's all that mattered and I moved on um, but no I mean, not everybody felt the same way as no, it got guns huge. over here he, he made a 36 minute apology on his it blew podcast. up that basically in this day and age um, he shouldn't be focused on a female right. talent's looks mm. right when to At me, all. it was just like, he's just making a, an observation, a random observation about her. And he actually complimented her being an attractive woman, which, I, if you, you know Peyton Royce, she is an attractive yeah. woman. I mean, let's be honest. Right. This is gotten, just this this reaction of everything has gotten so redundant. You can't even, like, yeah. like tastefully and tactfully compliment a woman right. anymore. It's right. to the point That's where, the point. like... Like, even if, like, a co-worker were to wear a nice outfit, I'd be afraid to compliment mm-hmm. him anymore because the oh, next yeah. thing you know, I'd be getting rode up for sexual harassment or going through right. sexual harassment training, whatever you want to call it. Sensitivity training. Sensitivity. Yeah. it's <laughs> I'm sensitive enough. Thank you. Yeah. We went to one end of the spectrum, especially even in the WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, to we the other. To, yeah, complete to opposite. complete opposite. we got to find that happy medium where right. people are treated, you know, Equally. Yes. Yeah. We're all exactly. people. We're all people. And you right. know what? People say stupid things. It doesn't make you always a stupid person. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people say things and, you know, in hindsight, you look back on it, you're like, oh, man, you know, that's not, you know, I don't know. Things change in your life. Yeah, you like know, 90% you don't of things, thing, 90% of the things I've said more than 10 years ago right. fall into that category. Right. Because, well, like, yeah. we you grow know. up, we get, if, if. If you're doing it right, you get wiser and you learn from yeah. your experience. Well, just like uh, a wrestler does. But so many people just get absolutely crucified, you know, because they don't and even he have a did. chance. He to, did. Melter mm, got you know, just ripped that's apart. All, yeah. that's but I will say, I read all of his apologies on Twitter. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the, the video, but I read his apologies. They all sounded legitimate. He mm-hmm. explained himself. He apologized that he was misunderstood and right. said he'd be more cognizant of his actions in the future when it comes to comments like this. Right. And you know he will be. Um, but, I mean... I get it. He had to, but what? What was he really apologizing for? Yeah. Well, it, it's That's not that the big part of a deal. that she did see and that everyone saw. I mean, made it sound like. She gained weight, and that's what he was digging. And I mean, I get it. I get it, but the, like, these I those like are the my... people that aren't looking into what he exactly said, and to save face with those people, 
No, I get why he had to do it because that's right. the culture. But okay, so earlier today or, or earlier, I was watching a match with Goldust. Yes, and yeah. my wife, you know, she's relatively newer to wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, and this mm-hmm. is two thousand five. He's getting in the ring, and she's like, "Goldust is fat." And I said, "What? What?" And I started looking at him. And he's like, "He's got a double chin." And I look, and I was like, "You know what? He was. He, he was, was bigger back then." But he was you know, problems. She back said then. that, but if she said that on Twitter, would she be getting like annihilated? You know, with everybody hating her and demanding apologies. No, because apology. they're, unfortunately, we're in a country there's still double standards apply. Right, yeah. and you, you know that's you can, the thing. You, you know? can call a dude fat and it's cool, but you can't say. But that see, that's the equality thing. See, it's that's where it's got to swing. And then back I might to. get yeah. lambasted because I just call them yeah. chicks and they're not. Right, you know that's so unfortunate. You know, I it's just <laughs> and they're not little chickens, dude. They could be. They're women though. Right. They're female yeah. people. That's right, true. they're not afraid of anything. They're not chickens. Right. I didn't mean it that way. But right? That's awesome. I know that's the society <laughs> we live in. P C C C C C C C. I don't know, man. It's fucked up. Great. Right. All right. So moving All right. on. So uh, we'll adding on to this. We won't just move on. We'll add <laughs> to this. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton. Someone Legend. on Reddit was an asshole and went digging in Randy Orton's past and found this podcast from okay. like three years ago about. Kai telling the story that Randy Orton used to go up to reporters and put his hands oh, yeah. down his pants and then shake their hands, which I think is fucking hilarious. But uh, so getting, it's like a big is that getting thing now. dick hand or is that getting hand dick hand dick dick handed? It was to I reporters. Know. Yeah, it was to reporters. Apparently, he would do it to reporters. Uh, no, all reporters. <laughs> Uh, I think it was actually just. I was going to say, from the way I understood the story on some podcasts I've listened to and whatnot, since this story first broke, is mm-hmm. it was most like he only did it to males on purpose, yeah. like it was a joke, and he would do it to okay, new guys funny. coming into the locker right. room yeah. too, as kind of like a yeah. hazing to see if they would mm-hmm. actually shake his hand or not. Okay, that's oh, fine. Yeah. That's I fine. also saw. I was story. worried where we no, because like apparently the, the expectation was, was he never fully expected anybody to shake his hand. He would just see if they would or not. Right. And gotcha. They, yeah. And they would. And most of the his pants in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought he would do it and then just come on. No. no. I liked it. It's funny. No, he'd do it right in front of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know if I shake his hand or not. It's Randy Orton, you know? Yeah. I can picture him doing that. I mean, I can wash my hand. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, you can refuse to shake his hand, too. Like, no, dude, you just touched your dick. Go back to that double standard. If he did that to females, though, it would be some kind of, like, sexual battery. Oh, yeah. Because he's trying to, like, get the germs of his junk on someone against their, We get the joke. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's because we have dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, But but there was also a story where, I guess, one time he just put his dick on John Cena's shoulder also. Yeah, I heard about that. Like, too. John Cena's just sitting there, he comes up with his dick, and John Cena just pretended like nothing was happening. That's funny. Like, I wish I could Yeah, he knows sold the dick on the shoulder. Yeah, for sure. He fucking... Yeah. yeah. So that's enough about dicks and stuff. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, sure. let's go on. <laughs> uh, we'll go on to some happy news. Uh, Titus, again, and we've talked he about this. No, he um, is doing more. He's a good guy. Good, in this good guy, world. Titus. Oh, yeah. Um, what he does for community is amazing. So we've exactly. talked about him here on the we talked about him on the podcast before about his yeah. uh, his backpack campaign that him and whatever police department put together where they right. got what was like fifteen thousand backpacks of yeah. school supplies to needy children. No, it was in Florida. I think it was in Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah, Clearwater. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think, think it was. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because I had family in Clearwater. Okay. I remember okay. that. Um, yeah, good yeah. guy Titus. Well, this what time, do you do this time? I don't, this I time he 
plans on opening a tuition-free school in Florida. Oh, I did hear about that. Really? Yeah, I, did, um, I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline on yeah. Reddit. He's going to follow in LeBron's footsteps, I get, you know. Yeah, that's um, great. Good guy Titus. Yeah. Good guy Titus. Yeah. Good for him, man. Um, I love to see that stuff. I love right. all, like, even though it's not always for the best of causes, I love all the charity stuff and all the good mm-hmm. ambassador stuff that WWE, especially when it's with a Make-A-Wish and... That's the best thing ever, man. That's, oh, why yeah. I've never been able, that's why I've never been able to hate John Cena. It doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. The dude has done right. so much for kids. More than just, anybody. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. I think um, over 500. Now. I looked into this the yeah. last time you and I talked, which has been a few years at this point, but the last time him and I were talking about it, I looked into, and John Cena has done in his lifetime now more make or then more make a wishes for children than any other two people combined had ever yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's insane. To think I think about. he's like three hundred above the nearest person to him. Yeah, yeah, John, good yeah, guy, John yeah. Cena too. But yeah, the he stuff is. that he does for kids in particular, like anything a wrestler does for a child, just makes my day. Because mm-hmm. as a parent myself, you know, you love to see that. I think that's part of the reason why it's easier to stomach the poor writing and things like that, and still be yeah, you know they are investment to it because yeah, they do a lot of good. It was moves. like even when um you know I don't want to get too much farther off topic here, but just to wrap it up, I guess the time that Finn Balor came out with the about the special Olympics yeah. kids do the yeah, do his cheer with so him at the beginning. Cool. That, that one kid that was so into it, man. Mm-hmm. That got me in the feels. Like yeah. I like started to feel myself tearing up a little bit because yeah. it was just so dope. Yeah, like, I rewound that like five times. Those mm-hmm. kids like, were like so, so cool. happy and yeah. thought they were the coolest thing ever. And like right. you That's... know that had to make Balor feel really good yeah. too. Like to oh, know yeah. that he was responsible for making these kids weekend. You know, yeah. like wow. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was super good. Yeah. So anyway, back to back to. Um, Back off the fields now. Yeah, we've been all over the place. I know. There, uh, there is a new feature on the WWE shop. Oh, Um, you can now customize your T-shirts with different colors, (laughs) and um, you can get the option not to have the fucking tag on it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I could have. Just kind of neat. Do you have the option to have them printed backwards? Where the front's on the back and the back's on the front? I don't know. Because that would make my day. That would be. That would be great. When we were at Mania, I'll share, I haven't shared, shared the story with the Buds either or with you, but when we went to WrestleMania 33, yeah, yeah. 33, uh, in Orlando, um, of course I got a couple shirts for myself while we were there, among some other things. I mean, I went to spend some money, obviously, and I spent yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. For sure we spent oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I spent pretty much every cent I took and then a little bit more, honestly. But right. anyway, it is worth it. Um, so For I bought sure. three shirts. I bought AJ Styles, I bought a DIY, and I bought uh, Chris Jericho. And when I bought the Jericho shirt, I thought the front of the shirt was the back, and the back of the shirt was the front. And the cut of the shirt is such a way you can't comfortably wear it backwards, because then like the neck, instead of being here, is like yeah. here, and it's really weird. And... I'm just disappointed because I thought it was the other way around when I bought it. And I would have actually bought the one Undertaker shirt that was super dope instead of that had I realized it was backwards. I bought the super dope Undertaker shirt. He bought shirt. the super dope Undertaker uh, shirt. And I still wear it, I wore it yesterday. I'd actually. still wear a Chris Jericho shirt even if it wasn't the way I, I do still wear it actually. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it says, uh, the front says you just made the list. Or no, the, yeah, the front says you just made the list and the back says Walls of Jericho and I wish it was the other way around. Yeah. The Walls of Jericho logo was front and center and the other thing was on the back. Yeah, I get that. And it yeah. said Walls of Jericho like in the in a clipboard like list kind of format. It looked right. like it was a piece of paper on it. So it's cool. It's yeah, cool it shirt. is a cool shirt. Mm-hmm. Not as cool as my Majora's Mask shirt. Right. But... List of Jericho. List of Jericho, that's right. That's, yeah. 
Put herself over again. Again. <laughs> Goddamn. Always got to get yourself over. Fact check. Ah, right. Hey, um, at least she keeps me honest. So that's we, true. Yeah. Um, what else you got for us, DJ? You got people, right. right? So, oh yeah. I thought so. I have like four more. Sweet. Five more. Um, so. Super sweet. Matt Hardy. Um, yeah, they are saying this match was his last match uh, for a while. This was a... Uh, yeah, we alluded to this earlier. This yeah. is one of those I mentioned where I didn't put it down because I knew you had it. Right. This is, yeah, I knew you had this um, one. This is the big one for me. Yeah, he's going to be nursing multiple injuries and timetable mm. to be determined. Um, but in the meantime... But in the meantime, he is going... Him and Jason Jordan, who we talked about last week, whose injury is worse than they expected, are both going to start working and learning backstage roles. Yep. Uh, producing and agents and all that fun stuff. So imagine Real Matt stuff. Hardy's creativity, but him yeah. actually laying out segments for the show yes. creatively. That's right. good. Right. I mean, it's sad that, you know, injuries are, right. you know... But, well, I think probably career. more age. Yeah. I say Hardy's, right. but, uh, Look at how long they've been doing this. But Jason Jordan, though? For yeah, him, that, yeah, would be that sucks, too. That's like a, a, a TJ Wilson. Oh. Yeah. Uh, kind of deal. Yeah, I can't. I'm mixing his name up. I think I'm Tyson mixing up his. Yeah. Tyson Kid. Yeah. TJ yeah. Wilson's his real name. His real name. Yeah. yeah. Tyson Kid for the buds out there. I mean, and the worst part about that with Jason Jordan is the way mm-hmm. they just completely fucked him over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leading but, into all the kids. That. Uh, yeah. Kids become a good agent backstage. He's booked some oh, good yeah. segments lately. Like really most of the ones. best stuff on Raw is his. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like he does some of the better stuff we see on Raw. Imagine he's been doing. He's been in charge of the Dolph Ziggler. Seth Rollins stuff. Really? Yeah, that's, stuff. Yeah, good. that's like his his <clears throat> thing right now. But if, so if I explained to you who Jason Jordan was on Raw and then tried to tell <laughs> you that he was the person doing that, you wouldn't be able to see that. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, no, 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 Jason Jordan. He's Tyson not producing. Kidd. Tyson Kidd's producing oh, Tyson that. Kidd is, he's yeah. producing the yeah. Rollins stuff. Okay. But Jordan's going to be learning from these people and, and right. so is Matt Hardy. And gotcha, with Matt Hardy's gotcha. creativity, it only makes sense they would want to like try and plug him into a creative role with WWE. Yeah. That would be really just, good. I mean, I mean, that, that'd be very because, good. Because I mean, look, he came up with the, he's come up with all these different for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the Hardys, which were the Hardys, the extreme stuff. But then he did that whole fucking uh, the one, the chosen one, or the mm-hmm. one, whatever the fuck it was he did. V one. V one version one, Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And then he did the whole broken and the woke, and he's come up with all this different stuff. He right. created Senior Benjamin. He created Jeff Hardy's brother Nero character. He's yeah. created, you know, the dilapidated boat and all this other crazy right. horse the shit. Mower of horns. What he did um, with all this and then going into creative is he's, this was all groundbreaking. This is going to be a lot of the future as well. Mm-hmm. And that's an awesome thing. And I know, uh, I'm sure Jeff's probably going to head down the same path with him. It's just amazing to I see could, what the WWE has behind them yeah. and then the crap product we still get a lot of times. I would love to see Jeff, honestly, down in NXT. I think him working I hand agree in with hand that. with the new talent I agree with yeah, that would be very I think that would be the best thing Jeff could do mm-hmm. in his retirement. <clears throat> and, like, think about this right now. Guys like Ricochet yeah. are currently learning from Shawn fucking Michaels. Right. Because yeah. he's at the performance center teaching these guys the shit he knows, which is right. insane to think about. Yeah, yeah. That's like, there's cool. only a few other people's brains I would want to pick about wrestling. The only guy I can think I would want to talk more about putting on an in-ring match than Shawn Michaels is Macho Man Randy Savage. Right, we can't do that. I know. Well, we could. We could go get, uh, what are those things called? Seance chicks? Oh, yeah. 
what are they called? Yeah, there we go. Getting herself over. Medium. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Drew. Uh, I was going to say a Ouija board, so I was way off. There we go. We could get a Ouija board. <laughs> talk to the monster. Maybe we could do that on a future episode. <clears throat> get a Ouija board and talk to Macho Man. What was your Macho favorite Man. match, Macho Man? <laughs> C-U-P-O-F-C-O-F-F-E-E. Oh, cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> cup of coffee right. in the morning. All right. Uh, <laughs> on to... <laughs> That's his favorite wrestling match ever. Yeah. Cream of the crop. <laughs> yes. Um, so, <laughs> returning news uh, from injuries, at least we have, um, and I thought this one could last a while yeah. because it was a... Uh, uh, Orbital bone fracture. One Oni Lorcan is back on the NXT house show circuits as of we'll, this weekend. Which means we'll probably start seeing him back on TV here in the near yeah. future. I'm excited him for that. And, him and Birch. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, um, the NXT could use those guys back in the tag team division right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't seen those two, they're the blandest looking bald white guys ever. Nice. And they're amazing in the ring. They wrestle Just, like a European strong style, like both mm-hmm. of them do, and they're both they're really, brutal. really fucking good and brutal. Like the stuff they do looks so stiff and hard hitting. Like really? it's impressive, dude. Nice. It's really impressive. I think you would like these guys as well. They but he's really right. Good. They do look, and even outside of their accents, they, even when they talk, it's fairly bland. But yeah, in a way that works for their characters, it, it makes mm-hmm. when you see that aggressiveness come out of such bland guys, it makes it that much more like whoa, like holy right. shit. So yeah, it works for their favor in my opinion. For it's like sure. an assassin shit. Yeah, yeah, that's actually like that. a great way to put it. It's kind of like Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. same yeah. way there. That's a, yeah. that's a big step. Cesaro does have a bit more character than they do, but he's had more time to develop right. that character in right. the WWE yeah. system than these saying. guys have. So yeah. they could get there. I mean, NXT is good at working characters and stuff. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Money. Incorporated. Nice. Daniel Bryan says it is 90% plus likely that he will re-sign with the WWE. That's one of mine. Okay. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Daniel Bryan still hasn't signed a new contract with WWE, but they have reached an agreement on most of the key issues. That actually came yeah. from Cage Side Seats. So, I remember to mark both of my sources, where they got it from and where nice. I got it from. I'm bad at that, so I've been trying to get better at marking where I get information from. So Fact check. Fact check. You can go look it up and then double check it elsewhere, except these are rumors. So right, right. Can't fact That's check why I remember rumors. That just um, rumor. But personally, like greedy me wants Daniel Bryan not to re-sign. I want him on the indies. I want to see him... I want to see him in New Japan. I want to see him in Ring of Honor. I want to see him facing Omega and Naito. And, oh wait, I was going to say Matt Riddle, but he's not independent anymore. Right. But But either way. Travis Banks. Because they'll still be fighting on that British stuff that's not world sport. I don't see him going the British route. Me either. I think he goes Japan and America. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. Um, Ring of Honor and New Japan are the place to make money right now. For Daniel Bryan's health and traveling and all that, I think if he stays in WWE, he's better off. So I don't think WWE will let him go. They don't want to. Obviously. They don't want so to. They would do whatever it takes. I think. 
Oh, yeah. Because that could seriously hurt them if you go somewhere else. No, mm. well, nothing hurts them right now. No. Yeah. There's got to be at some point, though, when you're not doing anything for your, you know, crowd-based and things like that, you know, you lose major people like that. You, you know do, I mean? but you lose major hardcore fans. The problem is, is that in America, WWE is wrestling, just like Q-Tip brand are yep. the product. You don't go buy an off-brand of Q-Tips. You buy Q-Tips regardless of what brand they are. Kleenex is another example. Mm-hmm. Not all tissues are Kleenex, but we call them all Kleenex because that's the brand. WWE right. is wrestling. That's the problem in America. Yeah. Now, in other countries, you're right. There are other products, and WWE could lose their foothold there. Here in the States, it's going to be at least two decades before someone could even realistically come close to toppling their domination of professional wrestling or sports entertainment here in the U.S. Right. TNA was the last thing that had a real chance, and unfortunately, they fucked that up numerous right. times. So, but there's always something coming. You know, there's always something. Yeah. I mean, I want it. Don't get me wrong. Out, you know, As like, we saw mm-hmm. in the Attitude Era, competition makes everything better. Right. Right. But if you start, you know, like Daniel Bryan is pretty well respected. You know, you don't know who would want to go with him. And you know, you got Cody Rhodes over there. You know, I mean, that's thing. that is the one thing you know, there. Some Cody and guys, Daniel, if they work together right. against oh the WWE, are, they might actually be able to do a dent. Do something. Yeah. yeah. So they, I mean, think, WWE has to be careful about that. Yeah. They need to think about that shit. Really what needs because to happen is Because if you keep putting like, mediocre yeah. product... You know, at your main levels, yeah. You know, people are going to get fucking tired of it. So um, the problem is, is there's people like us that I'm going to watch it every week, no matter what they put out, no matter how garbage it right. is. I'm going to keep watching Raw and keep watching because that's what I do. Yeah. Here's who I think the biggest, the way you could do the competition the best. Yeah, if you had Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes team up with the NWA and Billy Corgan, you you those yeah. three together and New Japan. Yeah, and try to strike a deal with New Japan you gotta have and a deal Ring of Ring Honor. Honor, where Ring of what? Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Honor. and Honor. But yeah, you 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 have them team up and yeah, and it would yeah. work, and it would. would. They could do it because yeah. because here's the thing: you need all of them for various reasons. Because mm-hmm. now you've got casual fans hearing about this all-in thing, which is. Cody yeah. and then Daniel if you join those forces together. Right. But then the other big mainstream thing for the indies right now is the Bullet Club with their in with Hot yeah. Topic. Exactly. And so then you mix those two together and looks like we got some police officers lights outside looking for somebody. Yeah. Oh got boy. Attention there. Yeah. 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 For sure. There's some flashing lights and everything now. Look like they're yelling. I don't think that's police either though. No. I don't know. Okay. The tow truck? Tow truck. You're not taking my car, are they? Did you pay for it? Did you not pay your bill? No, I paid my bill. You're not here for your car, I think. Of course I paid my bill. Looks like they're across the street. I don't know why we're talking about this. Continue anyway. Sorry, moving right along. Um, yeah, that could be enough to hurt WWE. Yeah. So yeah, they better that resign could. him if they're smart. Um, well, I mean, at that point, though, that's where you get competition and it steps mm-hmm. back up. And Right. Well, that's why I'm saying if WWE wants to be complacent, they better be smart and keep him. You know what I mean? If They're they going to keep him. He's going to stay there. He, yeah. It's it's just too much. With his health, everything mm-hmm. else is possible. He's going to stay. Yeah, most likely. Um, next up. So, speaking of All In, they have oh, announced yeah, the dream <laughs> match. Oh, shit. Okay. They have announced super, uh, just a, a pretty dream match. that. Uh, yeah. Kenny Omega versus Pentagon. Um, yeah, this is going to be match of the night. Um 
Yeah, if you don't know, Kenny Omega, New Japan World Champion, uh, best wrestler in the world. Yeah, in That's... my opinion, he is the <clears throat> best wrestler. I hear a lot about him. Um, yeah. In the G1, he was in... Four. I was going to say something like like 65% of the five-star plus matches of the whole oh, 19 yeah. days we talked about. Yeah. Wow. He was in four of them. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That's amazing. And he's already... And, and then on top of that, he's had, what, two or three others this year alone. Mm-hmm. He had, a, like, a six-star match last year. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, like Meltzer broke his own rating system for this. For, wow. for this because guy, so basically. Good. Because he's... And tells such a good story through he's, the match. Uh, like, this is the first person ever that could potentially replace Shawn Michaels as my favorite wrestler of all time. Really? he's that fucking good, That's dude. Amazing. Like, he is amazing. I, I like Kenny Omega a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Um, so this match is going to be amazing. And I and was going to bring up... So he's got that going for him, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they make good wrestlers. He's also from Winnipeg. Yeah, just like Chris Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and I was going to bring it up because we did watch the G1 World this week. Yeah. Finals. Um, just wanted to bring that up real quick. Uh, Tanahashi, stupid, stupid, sexy Tanahashi. He's stupid, sexy. That um, means... If you see this man, he's got... I'm going to pull a picture up a be- Yeah, you got to see. He's got, like, the most beautiful mane of hair and just, like... Like, no homo, but he is a very sexy man. Um, but he won the whole tournament. Uh, it's because of his hair. Be- it is because of his hair. Uh, but beating oh, Kota Ibushi in the, the finals. This is the perfect picture. <coughs> nice. Yeah. This, uh, is, this is perfect. Bud's out there. Go go look at a picture of Tanahashi. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Isn't he just a beautiful man? Wow. It's that hair. He it is. a beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, see? And he's an amazing wrestler, too. Right? Really? Amazing. Yeah, he was... They call him the ace. Mm-hmm. Because that, he was. Well, I'm sorry, what? The ace. The ace. Oh, yes. Like the ace yeah. of faith, but just gotcha. the ace. Um, he was like their man for... He was their John Cena when John Cena was John Cena. Like, wow. Like, he, yeah, he ran... Except he carried still, that company on his back. Except he's still at the top of his game right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. John Cena. Yeah, amazing. Uh, their yeah. final, their final match uh, got a five point seven five star rating from Dave Meltzer. Wow. So, and then um, the guy he fought is like Kenny Omega's like best friend slash his golden lover. Lover. <laughs> They're called the Golden Lovers. They were mm-hmm. a tag team known as the Golden Lovers. And really? It was just like <clears throat> it was ambiguous. They didn't really come out like openly right. or anything. It was ambiguous, right. but there was still an impl- implication there yeah. of something going down. So it's interesting. Yeah, because people have asked like, "Is this a romantic thing?" And uh, the answer has always been, um, "It's much more than that." So like it's it's just this weird yeah good for them it's, like, it's I don't, fun though like like the way I feel about it is it's obviously it's a gimmicky story thing yeah. but they mm-hmm. they're just having fun with yeah. it and they're yeah obviously the Japanese public's a bit more open to those kind of things than we are yeah with a yeah. lot of stuff that's definitely I think a culture they're right. more stuck up in a lot of different ways than we are too though so mm-hmm. I mean you know most cultures you're gonna have things that they're stuck up about yeah. and things that they're more relaxed about so yeah. yeah like violence look at how we love and accept violence here in America and most right. other countries don't care as much about violence in right. our media as, as we do. I mean, I, I just watched my kids sit around playing a video game for half an hour where all he did was shoot shit. But he was good yeah. at it, though. He was really good at it. Yeah, see? <laughs> that's why if we were getting invaded, think, that's why we were going to win. Actually, yeah. I think I appreciate that, by the way, off topic, but What's this will be Daryl's dinghy for the night. 
Do, do. Thank you. That's uh, <laughs> fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I think him hearing it from somebody other than me actually gave him some confidence tonight. Because really? Because I was putting him in bed, he's like, can I stream tomorrow? Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll help you out in any way you want. So. That's awesome, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> really good. He was, we were talking dude, about when I came in, I was telling him, you know, I was really good at it and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And then I watched him, I'm like, dude, I was seriously impressed, he's man. He's insane like, at that yeah. multiplayer mode like that. To come into that game late like that. You right. know, we're talking about Call of Duty Ghosts, but it's hardest, yeah. man. I'm not a fan mm -hmm. of the Call of Duty stuff, really, outside yeah. of the zombies, but I'm selling Call of Duty, so. Yeah, I love And Justin loves Call of Duty. Love it. Played all the time. All, all right, right, what else you got for That you? was uh, <laughs> that all was I had for news and rumors this week. Okay. So, sorry, I that I pulled my internet back up, mm -hmm. and it was that picture of stupid, stupid, sexy Tom. I got distracted. <laughs> sorry. Um, so the rumors are now pointing to WWE is planning here late 2018, early 19 <clears throat> of doing a large talent raid of Ring of Honor in New Japan, <sighs> just to help cutting into their success and still more of their talent, which is kind of their deal these days. They just recently did it in Britain because they started show. a new like wrestling promotion in Great Britain called World of Sport, and it was huge back in like the what, 80s and 90s, I guess. Yeah. I'm not that familiar with old British stuff. I don't understand um, the... But in Vince is now signing all these people to prevent them from going there to prevent competition. <laughs> um... This is a problem. They're going to need, like, a North American show, too. Like, they I have the UK show. Yeah. And then, it's and then NXT is your main. Too much, man. Yeah. It is. Um, there's speculation that Dean Ambrose will be turning heel on Seth Rollins, um, at least in the very near future, if not, like, yeah. Sunday, which I kind of expect. I hope not Sunday. I hope it's over a little the later. title. Agree. After Seth wins it yeah. back, yeah. I yeah, because Dean was Intercontinental Champion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They both have been. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Price. U.S. And World. And, and Tag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Yep. Uh, the Observer notes that Nick Aldis versus Cody will likely be the main event for All In. I assumed as much. Me too. <coughs> I mean, NWA it's, Championship. it's the NWA World Championship. And, and by the way, Justin, if you haven't put this into perspective, Cody Rhodes is going for the NWA Championship. The title that is Dusty. almost synonymous with Dusty with Rose. Dusty and Ric Flair uh, and Ric Flair yeah Those are like isn't that like it's a cool yeah and that's really if it cool. happens it would be the first father son team ever to win the yeah. to hold the NWA title no oh, father and son have ever done it before he has to man that has yeah. to. that's the greatest thing ever man mm -hmm. and it still looks like the belt did like actually it's mm -hmm. funny that we're talking about this when I was getting the questions we're going to ask Justin in the next uh -huh. segment ready in that episode, talking when B, me and BJ answered the same questions, I talked about my earliest member of wrestling being Ric Flair wearing the 10 pounds of gold, the same belt that they're going to be fighting for yeah. it all in, that we're going to be there live to see. Which is something. The whole wrestling thing has come full circle. Now. Right. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right, That's last excellent. one, and then we're going to get to know our good bud Justin over here a little bit better. Yep. Chris Jericho is apparently going to be doing a movie with Kevin Smith. I did see that. Did you really? see the picture? Yeah. Kevin's lost a lot of weight. Like a scary amount of he weight. He almost died. Yes. Yeah. He had and a heart attack. After that, died, he took it super serious. Yeah. And he looks 
uh, so different in a good way, in a yeah. very good way, right. like in a healthy way, like Drew Carey did when he first yeah. got skinny. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would be a shock to see him like that. The, that's the thing. That's it's yeah. You just it is when you first see it, but it's like Drew. You get more used to it the more you see him. Right. Because by we default, I always just see him as silent body. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. The body type that I picture. So, yeah. Right. All right. So. Uh, yeah. So back on episode three of three. the podcast, forever ago, Thurston uh, Hell the Third. Thurston Hell the Third. BJ and I spent some time. We actually opened the episode up, getting, <clears throat> letting you guys, you buds, get to know BJ and I a little bit better. And mm-hmm. we've decided on every, you know, every full length episode that we have guests on, we want to do the same. So we're yep. gonna take turns asking Justin the same questions we asked each other. And I also thought every time we do this, we would add one question to it, which we have done, and that'll be the last question we ask. So first off, Justin, when and how did you start watching wrestling? Oh, man. Like, what got you into it? Who got you into it, I guess? For me, it was my grandpa. Right. uh, For BJ, it was the rental store. The video store. The video store. Mm -hmm. I I remember staying the night at my friend's house in, like, fourth or fifth grade. His name was Kevin Pandria. He lived right down by the railroad tracks. And, uh... I woke up on, uh, I think it was Saturday morning, and wrestling was on, mm-hmm. and it was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Nice. I was like, dude, this guy's cool, man. Yeah, and yeah, I had never nice. really seen wrestling mm-hmm. before that, you know, and we're sitting there, we're watching that, and I'm like, this is cool. So for you the Bunsen to know where Ricky was and his, what, what year approximately was that? I'm not um, good with putting ages together with years, not even mine. Fourth grade, you're what, 10? Yeah, yeah, nine or 10. Nine or 10. Nine or 10, so 87. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Nice. Right so that's there. a good time to be watching Steamboat for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the height of his career, in my yeah. opinion. That's WrestleMania three was that year, yeah. and that was him and Savage in right. one of the best Intercontinental Championship matches ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's about the time that you know everything, that's dope. and it was really cool. And I remember when I was a kid, I started watching it at home, and. Um, I have more memories of like the earlier nineties, like Shawn Michaels and my all time favorite. Papa Before you Shaka. go into that, that's a question later on. So <laughs> yeah, we don't should. go too oh, much okay. more into that stuff because that okay. is actually a question. Yeah, actually, so it kind of is that the next there. question? Well, you gotta answer okay. the next question. Yeah, your already. first memories. So the first mm-hmm. memories of wrestling—that was your first memory. So you can skip to the mm-hmm. next one. Yeah. Um, so the first match matches you remember? Oh yeah. Like the earliest matches you actually remember like, watching. Right. Like ones that stick out to you. One of the ones I recalled was uh, Shawn Michaels versus Max Moon at the very first Monday Night Raw ever. I, that match is one of the earliest matches I vividly remember. Yeah. Mine was uh, Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. and Macho Man main event WrestleMania 4. It's a great match. For the, yeah. That's a really good match. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. It's one, of my favorite D- it's one of my favorite DiBiase matches. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's pretty tough, man. Because I, uh, it, it start to, I have a hard time remembering exactly what era I'm in sometimes. Mm-hmm. You start mm-hmm. thinking about things and things get, right. especially when you're younger. Um, so even though I saw the wrestling at Kevin's and stuff like that, I don't think that for whatever reason we could watch it at home mm-hmm. for a while. So I think it was probably, probably the cable where you guys lived at there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but at some point we were finally able to. I remember my dad would come in and he'd laugh because I was watching. I said, what are you watching? I was like, no, that's fake, don't you? I was like, well, yeah, but it's not all. I mean, let me hit you with the chair. Can you tell me how fake it is? You know what I mean? Right? I mean, there are the dudes get hurt, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. And uh, I think some of the earlier, I think, uh, was it Jake the Snake Roberts versus Shawn Michaels? Okay. I think, and I think that was like on a Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, 
that would have you know, been something like that. Yeah. On a main event or yeah, it was like a, I think it was Saturday Superstars or something yeah, like actually, that. I think it was Superstars back then. Yeah. Maybe even primetime at that point. Primetime would have still been on back then too. I think. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Because that would have been an obvious. I mean, if it was you're talking about at that point for Sean and and Jake to be wrestling each other, that would have been right before he really Sean really struck <clears throat> out big as a singles wrestler. Yeah. Um. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? And that can be from any era. Papa Shango, man. Now, was nice. it was it the character, or was it the guy who also goes on to play Common Mustafa and go on to play the Godfather and the Good Father? Um, or was it just Papa? Because Papa's character was so different than every other character, and I'm sad yeah. he only stuck around for a few months. Yeah, he was, was one of my favorites as a kid too, dude. His book was so dope and different. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, there was actually. It, I don't know. It's hard to explain. There was a magic about him, you know. When you when you go back and watch all the gimmicky stuff, his seems more legit than yeah. you know. Yeah, Duke not... the Dumpster Drosy, or <laughs> as much as I fucking loved him, the Repo Man. I love yeah. the Repo Man. I did too. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> the tire track down his chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Papa Chung, he was just scary. I mean, you could actually see the fear in people's mm-hmm. eyes, you know, yeah. and like all this crazy shit would happen with yep. him uh, and. Him and Kamala. Yeah. That's what I remember the most. Yes. Was, yeah. I saw, I went to uh, an event at Richville Coliseum, and it was Undertaker versus Tom Shango. So jealous. And it was Macho Man Randy Savage and Ric Flair in a steel cage. And Ric Flair was coming up over the cage toward us, and he was halfway over, and Macho Man grabbed him by his shorts, and it was just Ric Flair's naked ass nice. hanging over top of the old blue steel cage. But nice. Papa Shango nice. and The Undertaker was awesome. It was nice. I, uh, High yeah. energy was there. I That's one of the things, like, as far as wrestling goes, I wish more than anything, actually not true, second thing, more than anything, I could have seen a wrestling show inside a Richville Coliseum. Because mm-hmm. it was so important for early wrestling, WWE especially, yeah. uh, when they were expanding. The only other place, obviously, that I'd rather go to is Madison Square Garden right. because it's Madison Iconic. Square Garden. Right. I mean, it's the most famous right. arena in the world. I'm really glad I got to see that show up there. It was oh, yeah. Because, I mean, That's, for you yeah. buds that don't know or aren't familiar, the Ritual Coliseum is no longer a thing you can go see. So, right. yeah. it's not there anymore. Nope. Yeah. It's very sad. It went away when I was a child. Yeah. It was the home of the Cavs. For a while, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And now they're in the Quick and Loans Arena. Right. Everything's owned by a corporation these yeah, days. That's right. Yep. Not Papa Sponsored. Shango. Well, technically, Except yes, for I Papa guess, Shango, yeah. except yeah, he is by the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next true. question for, for our bud, Justin. All right. Here. Bring back Papa. What, what was your top... What do you? Who do you think were the top five wrestlers of the 1990s? Of the yeah. 1990s? Yeah. Wow. Shawn Michaels. For sure. I think we both mm-hmm. had, had him on there, obviously. Yeah. Razor Ramon. Okay. Uh, the Undertaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Oh, man. And there's so many good ones, but it yeah. comes down yeah. to The Rock and Stone Cold. That makes yep. sense, too, yeah. Yep. You know, uh, pretty just, good ones. Dude, they were huge. Yeah. You know, just. Yeah. I remember watching the WrestleMania was at Las Vegas. What was that, nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to watch it. My grand, my, I was at my grandparents' that Sunday. They didn't have the channel, but you could hear the sound. Yeah. So I uh, watched I did it, and I could see the bird on the, the thing that he was carrying, mm. you know, but it was all scrambled. The vulture. Like, yeah, but like the picture froze just long enough and at one spot for so, a minute that I could actually see it, and I sat there and listened to the whole thing. So, um, 
I listened to a podcast with a, a very famous podcaster known as Conrad Thompson in the wrestling world and Bruce Pritchard, who was Brother Love. You would know mm-hmm. him as Brother Love. But he was also one of the key creative guys for most of the time we've watched wrestling and a lot of parts we haven't. And he's worked in right. TNA. And, I mean, he's been all over the place. And um, Bruce told the story about that vulture the actual night of WrestleMania 9 was the only time that Vulture didn't try to fly away. And Bruce said he was, like, it was just this tiny little chain that linked it up to, like, the handler when they were backstage. And he was more terrified of the Vulture than, like, the elephants and shit, even though an elephant <laughs> could have, like, sat in the pole front first row or something. That could have been all bad to have elephants. <laughs> That's great. It was, it was, it was good. That's it funny. Really good. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is the best thing about that podcast is being able to share some of those stories with the buds, even though they're mm-hmm. not my stories, but... Right, that's yeah. cool, though. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I love knowing all that background. Yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. That's so, amazing. I would recommend that podcast, Buds. I would also recommend uh, What Happened When with Tony Schiavone, which they talk about WCW stuff, and also uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. They're all hosted by Conrad Thompson. He's mm-hmm. an excellent wrestling. He's just a fan like us who happens to be married to one of Ric Flair's daughters. And uh, yeah, I, I listen to all three of them. They give you a lot of insight on what happened back then and why it happened and what was the, why decisions were made the way they were, and yeah. I think that kind of stuff's important to understand where WWE is today. I love it; it really you know, is, and I love for it. People that it, don't really understand why they do. I mean, we sit there and we ask why all the time, and we know the insights. Can well, you imagine people that don't and like, understand? Right, the and well, like and Bruce in particular was Vince's right hand man for numerous, numerous years, especially in the '80s and '90s before Kevin Dunn kind of became that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and um, Kevin Dunn's a douche. Yeah, so. At some point in time, BJ and I both stopped watching wrestling, and we started again. Did that happen to you? Yes, it did. So, when did you stop watching, and why? Um, you know what the next question is. It had to have been right toward the end of the Attitude Era. Same for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'd exactly. Yeah, probably two thousand three ish. So you watched two thousand two. So you watched through the end of the death of WCW. Yes. And then you okay. watched the crappy invasion angle. Yes. And then you watched, what, the first... No, the reintroduction of the NWO. Yeah. When he introduced the poison. And then the brain split. Was the first brain split? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Five? Four or five? Four or five. Something like that. So you okay. would have been around through that point then. So you would have dropped out right about the time Batista was getting big. Randy yeah. Orton was starting to get bigger. Yeah. Evolution was breaking up. That's about where you dropped out then, I'm guessing. Yeah, because okay. I wasn't around for Evolution and things like that. So that was, right. that's kind so of... You, you may know a little bit, but yeah. you dropped out about the time BJ jumped back in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right around the same time frames, which is yep. interesting. And then when I jumped back in, it was... Uh, that was the next yeah, question, so you can ask the next one after that. Yeah, that was oh, actually yeah. our next question. When did you it's start watching word. again and what got you back into it? So oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, first, why why did you stop watching after the Attitude Era? What, what um, got you out of it finally? Because we both had very different reasons for it. Right. Mine was college. I mean, right. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was just done. Yours was just done. I am done. Oh, just, just done. Yeah, I wa- I quit watching. Like the night Shane showed up on WCW. No, you watched WrestleMania seventeen. Huh? You watched WrestleMania 17. It was the next time. You didn't watch WrestleMania 17. It was rocking Stone Cold. I How do you not to watch WrestleMania 17? I'm telling you, I did not. Holy shit. This is mind blowing to me, bud. <laughs> yeah. I told you. I That night was the night I quit watching. Wow. This is just. Yeah. 
I didn't even think about it but when we talked about it because I didn't realize WrestleMania 17 was the Sunday after WCW yeah. went out of business. It's just insane to think I about. I didn't have the yeah. money and I didn't know anyone getting the pay-per-view and mm. I was just done. I was like, that ended up being my last big wrestling hurrah was WrestleMania 17. It was yeah. the last pay-per-view I watched before I dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the reason, I mean, I got married that year um, for the first time. There you go. That makes a lot yeah. of sense too. Yeah. And uh, my... Yeah. My uh, oldest son was five. Okay. He was born in 2000. Right. My youngest mm-hmm. son was born in 2003, so he was two. And it just got to the point where, you know, when we'd watch it, they'd start beating the shit out of each other. I'm just like, you, you know, it got to be more of a pain than anything mm-hmm. else, so I just stopped right. watching it, you know, just because. No, I get it. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the violence here, but when you got little kids, I mean, maybe, you Trying to you beat know, the crap out of each other, you don't want that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's definitely not rated G, and that's good. You know? Right. So then, conversely, as you started into, what, what got you back in, and when did you jump back in? Uh, actually, the buds. Yeah. It's because when we were all hanging out at the pirate house, you know, you guys started talking about wrestling again, and I started asking questions, and you guys started talking about what was going on. I was like, oh, oh I actually find this interesting. That's funny, you guess. Yeah. I got back into it because of him, right. and you yeah. got back into it because of us. So. Right. It's yep. like a snowball effect. And that would have been, what, like 20, 20 mid, mid to end of 2013, or maybe even early Something 2014? Because like BJ got me in, in twenty end of 2012, early 2013. Right. And we... And then, on. like, it was a few months after that, like, that spring and summer is when we started doing, like, watching all the Rumbles and Manias and, mm-hmm. uh, like, doing the Royal Rumble drinking game and yeah. Yeah. all that jazz. So, I'd say probably 2013. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. too. Yeah, it was about five years ago. So sure, like, it was just a few months after I got back in, pretty much. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know I was dating Donnie all the time. Yeah. Because I know you she were. enjoys watching mm-hmm. it, too, so. Yep. Right. All right, what's next, DJ? All right. Now, who are your top five current wrestlers? Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a really good question, actually. Um, there's a lot of them that have a ton of potential, and I'd love to see you know a lot of them utilize their full protect or potential. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, probably first, you know, out of the top five, I have to go with the Miz. Okay. Okay. I can you accept know, that. The That's Miz is—he's um, he, good. Mm-hmm. He's good at just everything that he does. Absolutely. Um, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's the best wrestler in WWE yeah. without a doubt. Definitely in ring, nobody can touch what AJ Styles does. Yeah, um, he get a good match with the Invisible Man and the Brown Paper Bag in a handicap match. Mm-hmm. And I would watch it and enjoy every second of it a bit. Right, <laughs> and and help get both of those guys over. Yeah, in the yeah, he can get a Brown Paper Bag over. <laughs> yeah. He can make a Brown Paper Bag look like the best wrestler, second mm-hmm. best wrestler in the world, third best Omega. Yeah. Okay, right. sorry. Two um, is AJ, so... Yep. Braun Strowman. Okay. Okay. Nice. I like Braun Strowman a lot. Yeah. And yeah. that dude's... His ceiling is unlimited. Agreed. Yeah. You know, so... If they just... As long as they keep booking him properly right. like they have been to this point, right. he can be huge. They realize that he wasn't a comedian. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the Treehouse story was kind of funny, but... It's but they backed Braun away Strowman. from yeah, it, and they got it back in the right direction. I agree. Two uh, more. Two more. Seth Rollins. Okay. Yep. That's a... Seth Rollins totally is... Yeah, I agree. Man, he's just all around... Mm-hmm. To me, he's the second best wrestler. Yeah, in WWE. in WWE. If you don't count in, I'm glad they let him yeah. bring back his stomp. I mean, oh yeah, that helped him so much Big time. when he came back. Yeah, yeah, I was tired of seeing him do the pedigree. That. Yeah, and yeah, once the, the whole was like, dumb, and then the knee. Yeah, the knee. like the knee was Shut stupid. Yeah, it would have been better if he, they gave it a name, but yeah. just the, the knee. knee Agreed, dumb as fuck. Yeah. All right. So, really and then number five. Number five, Justin. Um. Man, 
going to say something that I'm going to think of somebody else later and be like, yeah. That's all right, though. Yeah. You kind of all the time, because I could give you probably a top 100 off my head. I was going to say, I'm like, in the same time, I guarantee if I gave you a top five now, and then I went back and compared it to my top five when we did this on episode three, it would be different, because there's guys that wouldn't, that weren't even on my radar at the point, because I didn't, I wasn't exposed to them enough, like Ricochet, who would be Mm -hmm. on that list now. I mean, right. for me, right. Kenny Omega wasn't. I mean, I was just starting to get into New Japan when we started this podcast, and now Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler in the world. So right. it doesn't matter who you pick; we can change it down the road. <laughs> right. Honestly, um, I think one of the better ones is Roman Reigns. Okay. You know, I, I think when, he when has... he when he's when he's invested in what he's doing. Yeah, when, when he cares about it. Right. You know, when you see that, I mean, you can definitely see that he has. A, a huge potential. I agree. And yeah. I just, I don't get why they don't use it correctly and then it frustrates him and that's not fair. I agree. You know, I know that wouldn't be a popular decision with a lot of people. But I know we said I it mean, earlier. I don't know if we were recording or not when we said it, but I, I said it and you guys agreed. Like, I feel bad for Roman. Yeah. yeah. Like, he deserves more than yeah. that, but they just won't do anything different with him. He does because, you know, one of his drawbacks <laughs> was there for a while was on the mic. Right. You know, right. he fixed that. Yeah. You know, I've never there. had any complaints with him really in the ring, you know, as far as a wrestler goes. Except no, when right. he's not feeling it. Right. Yeah. You know, that's he's like Randy Orton in that emotions. regards. When Randy mm-hmm. Orton's right. not into it, he's not interesting to watch. Yeah. Look at Randy Orton well, right Dean now. Dean was the same way, too. Yeah. Dean yeah. was fired up when he came back on Monday. <laughs> yeah, he was. Like, I want to put Bray Wyatt as one of the better wrestlers, you know? Yeah. But he's not his booking. His booking, how they do it, just doesn't And that's why. Randy Orton didn't even come to mind there for right. a minute because exactly. you know, the way they've done things like that. You know, Daniel Bryan's up there too. You know, and Absolutely. there's so many of them. That, it is know. hard to just do five. It we is. had the same problem. When we did this. <laughs> and we put each other on the spot when we did these two. That's why we put. No, that's a good spot, thing. So. That's you know, it makes you kind of think and it's just kind of like man, it's, it's I'm too flashing hard to do all five. these people Great. that I'm watching all the time. Like, right. You know. So here's the new question, and I think we all should answer it to be honest, okay. since BJ and I. I mean, they know a bit more about the buds, know a bit more about us than right. Justin, but. What else do you like besides wrestling? What are your other interests outside of wrestling? Um, I have a bachelor's degree in geology, mm-hmm. so I really enjoy uh, rocks. Right. I, I love, love rocks, dude. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was at uh, Kalahari earlier today, and we were going to the car in a parking lot, and they just had their gravel. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, and I saw it, and it was just a, it was a, a piece of coral, fossilized coral about that big around. Nice. nice. You know, chunk, and I just That's pretty picked the right up, and they're like, what'd you pick up? I was like, oh, I just found a fossilized coral, yeah. horn coral. That's pretty dope. You know, so I brought it home, and mm-hmm. you can't take me across anywhere where there's gravel. Right. I'll find a fossil or some cool rock or something. I do like rocks, too. Yeah. I yeah, and I went through a couple years of time where all of my like phone and computer backgrounds were pictures of rocks because I legit like rocks a lot. Like mm-hmm. I love rocks. You need to come like, over and check out these rocks. I, got, I might have to come check out your rock collections. I might have to go check out Justin's rock collection. One yeah, of those what fossils, else? What else you like? Uh, I know I you're a video game guy. Oh yeah. yeah, love playing video games. Uh, Call of Duty is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played World of Warcraft for years. Uh, that's true I yeah, remember yeah EverQuest I played the fuck out of EverQuest I remember the uh, well I think it was three PS2 set up in the living room four four oh three at that house over four, on Arch Street yeah on yeah. Arch yeah we had the three PS2s yeah, I remember that <laughs> yeah, I remember those days four when I got uh, separated and ended up with yeah that's right Larry. yeah with Larry I forgot yeah, about that that's true sports guy yeah all yeah. those Cleveland Browns you know and uh I, I don't know, man. I work all the time, so I get it. you know, I just trying to do yard work, landscaping. I enjoy doing quite a bit, mm-hmm. 
and always dicking around in the shed doing something. I'm building a shelf right now. Nice. You know, just nice. whatever I can do to stay busy. I like to do stuff with my hands like that, too. Yeah. Building it's... shit with my hands like a man. Yeah. Good times. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm always doing something like and that. And then I guess so. music as well. I know you and I share a similar love of heavy metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got You're actually few... wearing a Mike uh, Murder shirt as we speak. Yeah. We just went and saw them uh, Yeah. three days after yeah. the Slayer show. So we saw, you know, the Lamb of God and Slayer show, and then we went and saw... Who White was with Black Dahlia Murder? White Chapel. Chapel. Oh, they're so good. I really yeah. like. I'm not a huge Black Dahlia thing. Not my thing, but I like White Chapel a lot. I uh. I mean, I would I've still go watch them. one of their shows. You've seen White Chapel? Yeah. They were at uh, one. When of When you saw Slayer with Seth? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, White Chapel's really good. I was going to go to that Murder. show, and I do think they were supposed to be there. Yeah. Black, they look a good Black show? Dahlia Murder is amazing. They, uh, uh, Trevor Strand, their singer, is like the happiest person you could ever imagine, dude. How's Slayer live at this point in time? Great. With age and everything? They, they still hold up pretty well? Fantastic. It's the second year in a row I've seen them. That's nice. excellent. I haven't seen Slayer in almost 10 years. They, uh, they closed the show with Angel of Death. Nice. And it was a big Heineken logo, but it said Jeff Hanneman. Mm-hmm. Angel of Death, rest That's in awesome. peace. And, That's awesome. Yeah, That's Giant really cool. behind him and everything. So, yeah, that was really cool. Um, my wife is... The one got me into Black Dolly Murder. Mm-hmm. That's her. Yeah, I know band. she's a huge fan. I've yeah. seen her shirts and yeah. everything else. She so. hasn't watched their DVD, the vinyls, the and everything. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. tons of stuff. She has. Oh, I've seen so shirt. much shit. Like but I, I bet I haven't seen close to half of it either. But yeah, and that's when I really started liking the band. You know, okay. like I thought the music was pretty good, but I was having mm-hmm. a little bit of a hard time. But once I got to you know watch that and see how funny those guys were, you know, just sometimes knowing people's personalities can help with stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and we've seen them three or four times now, and I mean, we've had a blast every time. So BJ, what are some things yeah. you like besides wrestling? Oh, I don't know. Drawing flowers. <laughs> Drawing flowers. Actually, he just That's what I'm to doing doodle. right now. I'm just I doodle. He just likes to doodle. That's what he does. Anxiousness. Yeah. Um, I totally did it. But uh, I don't know. I don't do much anymore because I'm in school. Right. I'm in true. school for accounting. Well, I have you two like semesters that. left. I do like that. I'm pretty good at it. Uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. Like I got, should be. That's I have a three point awesome. seven five GPA right now. That's nice. Dope as fuck. Um, that's reflection of hard work, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's all I do. It's a better uh, GPA than I've ever had in my schooling lifetime. So I mean, had, actually, since GPAs but... were a thing, because you know, elementary school, <clears throat> I'm sure I did better than that. But right, I uh, averaged an S. Elementary, elementary school, school was rather elementary. Yeah, um, I've been playing The Sims lately. <laughs> Yeah, you do yeah, love you some I Sims. do love The Sims. I hit 190 hours total. Nice. This week. Uh, this week? No, not the, <laughs> no, like not since I week. bought the game, since The Sims 4 came okay. out. Okay, I got you. I don't think there's been 190. Yeah, there has. Never mind. I was say I don't think there's been 190 hours this week, but there easily has because I've worked like 60 something. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not a week. Anyways, either way, no. But I got hit 190. But that's like it's been out over two years. Right. So. Right. Maybe had, three. Uh, I had 300 hours in the Skyrim in one summer. Oh, yeah. See, I can't. I Well, I didn't play it for almost a year and a half because my computer sucked. And I just bought mm-hmm. a new one. So now I can play it again. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I know you like Civilization as well. Yeah. Civ is dope. I, I agree. Civ. I'm a big Civ I'm too. Yeah. I'm debating between buying Civ 6 or the Cats and Dogs upgrade. Sip 6 is on sale right now. Is it? On Steam, yeah. Or at least it was. I got an email about it because it's on my wish list. But I'm, it's 50% off, but I don't... Ooh, I might. I can't. I don't know. I, I can't justify it personally right now. I know, because I need the money any for other, Chicago. Any other interest you want to share with uh, me? Same reason for me. I need to save some uh, money for Chicago. We don't have anything saved for it. Right. Yeah. 
no. Okay. Uh, I guess my turn then. Yep. Um, I like Minecraft, but I think the buds know that already. I play. <laughs> that's what I mostly do in my free time. Um, I'm a player of bass guitars and have been for. God, 20 fucking years now, which is actually ridiculous when I say that out loud. It kind of makes you feel old that I've been playing bass for 20 years. I mean, I'm not old, but man, it makes me feel it that way. It's wicked fucking awesome, man. 20 years. I'm pretty alright, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I've been reading a bit more lately. I've, that's good. I've refound, uh, my love of reading in my, uh, more sober moments now that I have, like, most of my moments being sober. So, um, I'm reading the Wheel of Time series, which is a very detailed fantasy series that I can't even get into, because it's, like, 15 books of, like, a thousand pages apiece, so it's a ridiculous, like, like, it's getting to the point, I'm on book four going into five, and I'm about to get a dry race for it just to keep track of the different characters and story arcs spreading out across this world and stuff, because it's pretty intense, but it's really well written, um... Yeah, if you're a fantasy reader, I, I recommend it. I'm only book four, but I've, I own them all. George got them for me for Christmas, so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, I also like video games, just unfortunately with work and podcasts and bands, I only have time mm-hmm. for Minecraft these days. But uh, The Witcher 3 is on my radar soon. I already own it and I haven't played it yet. Uh, then the last Metal Gear 5, I guess it was, <laughs> I want to check mm-hmm. out still and haven't really got to invest that. Yeah. I also love metals. Um Chimera is one of my personal favorite bands. Yeah. Always been a uh, big fan of those guys. Uh, probably, uh, Iron Maiden is my favorite band of all time. Uh, the Beatles are probably my second favorite. Um, I don't know who's third. That's too hard. But I guess that's Ace it. Ace of Bass. That's it for me. No doubt. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Mine's Ace of Bass. And then, uh, <laughs> then Johnny Cash. Yeah. Nice. He's up there. I mean, he's probably realistically more like top 10 mm, his but... cover of Hurt is like one of the best covers of all time yeah, yeah. it's fucking amazing but I now to it over and over again yeah me too mm. but now we're gonna move on to our top yeah. 100 wrestlers and today we're talking about number 86 Batista yep we gotta cover dates again cause I'm pretty sure I said mine wrong when we talked about it uh, earlier mine's mine... October 9th 2005 okay mine's May 23rd 2005 mine was uh SummerSlam 2008 okay. it can't be 2008 that's not possible Eddie Guerrero passed away on November 13th, 2005. Oh, wait. Never mind. This is Batista's match, not Eddie Guerrero. Sorry. Yeah. I'm too tired. It's like almost 1230 in the morning, so yeah, I'm too fine. tired. Okay. You confused. Uh, I confused myself, too. So, <laughs> all right. good. so anyway, mine's May 23rd. I go first. Okay. Um, all right. So my match was Batista versus Edge with Lita. Um on Raw for the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Batista is coming in as champion. And Edge is actually the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Sorry, what, what month did you say this happened? I'm May. Sorry. May. This yes. is a non-title match. No. This is for the title. <clears throat> and but not the Money in the Briefcase shot? No. He just earned his a title shot on his own. In addition to having money. Into in addition to I'm with you now. I'm on board. Right. Well, so it's pretty roll. cool. Um, I already know the outcome, unfortunately, but rock and roll. Right. Uh, so, begins with a tie-up. Uh, Edge gets back to the corner, does the cheap shot, you know, like they do. Um, Batista throws Edge outside. Then, Christian and Tom- uh, Tomko. Come down to the ring. 
Um, I don't know who Tom Coe is. I know Christian. Yeah, Christian. Christian! Tom was a big... At last you He was like his... Own. He was Christian's diesel, basically. Oh. Yeah. Okay. At that time. His Drew McIntyre, his... Yeah. No, you got you got with Diesel. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Diesel's earned that role. Just right. like Marty Jannetty's earned his. And then that whole set <laughs> was to go to a commercial, so... Oh, nice. Uh, and there was then, no commercials in my match. Yeah. Mine was. Um, <laughs> and then... Well, I mean, there was no commercial, because I watched it on YouTube, but that's... Like, they went to commercial. Right. I know what you mean. Um, so then we come back from commercial. Batista has... Christian in the corner. He's up on the second rope punch. Or not Christian. He has Edge in the corner. Okay. Punching him. I was and then Lita, that. yeah, I know. Then Lita distracts the ref. Christian knocks Batista's foot out from under him. And so Edge can get the upper hand. Um, Edge ends up throwing Batista in the ring post. And then um, they go into a rest hold for a little while. And they do a couple moves, and they go into another rest hold for a little while. Uh, and then he had him in the headlock, and the referee actually did the three arm raise thing. And oh, Batista, nice. like, hulked up at two and a half. I forgot they dope. used to do that. That's I fantastic. Know. I miss that. Yeah. Um, you don't see that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then uh, we go to the good old uh, fashioned ref bump. Edge goes for a crossbody, misses, hits the ref, Classic. knocks him down. Right. It's too um, obvious a clue. Batista gets, grabs Edge, tries to get him up with the Batista bomb. Christian, Tomko all come in. Uh, Flair comes out for the save. Ric Flair. Um, <clears throat> then ends up, he takes out Christian and Tomko. Ed ends up turning around right into a spear from Edge. Uh, Batista with a hell of a spine buster. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just do have to say, he had a hell of a fucking spine buster. Yeah, he did. And uh, he's just spine busters everybody at this point. Everybody but Lita, basically. And, yeah. Uh, turns around. Edge gives Batista a spear. Um, really good close kick out. Like, 2.975. Nice. Like, I mean, really close good kick Almost out. Almost that three. And hell of a pop for Batista at this nice. point. Like, Very hell nice. of a pop. Um, yeah, Batista was over for sure. Yeah, he got a great pop when he came out at the beginning and here. Um, but then Edge sets up. He's got the briefcase. Going to go hit Batista. Counters for a spine buster. Um, picks him up. Batista bomb. Wins the match. One, two, three. All right. Uh, so yeah. What'd you think, match? Um, it was good. I I like that. Because we've said in the past, like a lot of our matches have been the older 80s, 70s style that mm-hmm. we've been watching lately. Yeah. And uh, it was nice to get something more of a modern style. Um, so I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, for sure. As of now, I'm pretty sure this is where Batista goes on the list. Okay. He's the best you've seen so far based upon your match. Yeah. Okay. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm next. Mine was October 9th, 2005. No Mercy was mm-hmm. the pay-per-view. The World Heavyweight Champion Batista, uh, still reigning from BJ's match. Mm-hmm. Actually, he won at WrestleMania and has been holding it since then. Is defending against Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. We know one thing about Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero will do anything to win a match, including mm-hmm. lying yeah. and cheating. 
and stealing. Yeah. Right? All three of those things. This match is the complete opposite of that. Nice. So, this match, I'm so glad that usually I, if I, I chose the match separately and then went and watched it at a later time. I told you what match I chose. Mm -hmm. I watched it the next day. Yes. So, I already knew the event it was on. I knew right where to go on the network. And usually, I would have just hit that left bumper, right bumper, right over to that match where it mm-hmm. said it started and watched that match. And I'm glad I didn't. I let the pay-per-view start. Okay. Because the opening was the video package for Eddie and Batista. Oh, nice. And the whole storyline at this point is Eddie's clean. He's off drugs. He's nice. revitalized. He's got a new addiction, and that's the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. And he's good friends with Batista. Nice. And he's not going to lie or cheat or steal to beat Batista. He's going to do it clean and fair just like he promised his friend. Twice during this match, he comes close, he gets a chair, and he thinks about it, and he just can't bring himself to hit Batista with a chair. And it costs him the fucking match. Spinebuster nice. to finish it. Nice. And Eddie comes back in and shakes his hand, even though Batista thought he was going to hit him legit with a chair. Mm-hmm. And the story was fucking fantastic. Nice. Except... A month and four days later, Eddie yeah. passes away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as a match goes, you can't deny how fucking good he was. He hit his frogs. Oh, my God. That frog splash. Yeah. He has the best frog splash ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I started to think maybe Leo Rush's was. No. Eddie has the best oh, frog yeah. splash. Eddie. And this is 2005, so he's bulked up a little bit in the yeah. upper body, too. Mm-hmm. Although, because he's not all on the drugs, he's starting to go a little soft in the midsection. But just a little bit. I mean, right. he's still in pretty good shape. That's what does suck, that he's was getting clean and getting better and stuff at this point. And then still. A, a month later, after yeah, they're talking about attack. how he's clean and everything, he right. has a heart attack because all the damage he did. It is sad. Mm, um, sad. At this point, I actually... This was the third best, based upon the matches, the third best wrestler okay. I've seen. Dean Malenko, I still think, is my favorite. Owen mm-hmm. Hart was second. Batista comes in an easy third. There's no touching yeah. at that point. Batista's um, an easy third for yeah. me. But yeah, we watched different fun. matches too. So, That's true. Yeah. So Justin, you watched a match too this week. You want to tell us about your I match? Did I watched and well in honor of what you know we're talking about today with SummerSlam and everything. I watched Batista versus John Cena at SummerSlam 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I thought it was kind of a good. It was a good match, really. You know, I've seen I that can, one too. It is a good match. I can mm-hmm. see why some people would complain about how Cena, you know. His wrestling used to be. It's definitely got especially better. at that point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But Batista was so good at what he did that it didn't really matter. Right. But see, here's the weird thing. You know, when we were talking about Batista, you know, my very first impression of Batista was this guy that came out and he had a belly button ring <laughs> and that Godsmack tattoo yep. around it. You know right. What I mean? yep. And I just couldn't take the dude serious. That's right about the time I think I quit watching. You know, somewhere you know in gotcha. that it started yeah, to fall off sense. a little bit. Yep. And then I come back to wrestling, and he's, like, part of Triple H's old crew that they had, Evolution. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he quit. I'm like, oh, yeah. So this is all I really know yeah. about the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Right. You, same yeah. with me. You came back with Blue Tista, and I went back and researched him more since then. Actually, we yeah. did. Not too long ago, we did a podcast where I told BJ how I had uh, watched some Batista stuff on the network finally, and finally understand what people liked and appreciated. Yeah, it, so. and that's what I saw in this match, dude, because he was... he's. 
dude, that spine buster was legit. Yeah. You know, Arn Anderson's was, probably the only one that's better. And, I mean, he mm-hmm. was... And, Rude's is pretty nice, too, though. Rude does. And Carl Anderson's and, lately has been yeah. really fun. And still Triple H was, too. Yeah, he always had a good one. But Arn Anderson's is still the best. Right. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. But it was it was good. I mean, you know, they had the whole thing, you know, where John Cena had the submission in. Well, he did use... Uh, Batista used the figure four. Oh, nice. That was nice. Cool. You don't yeah, see that a whole lot. Yeah, That's dope. No, that was good. But Cena, you know, was able to power out. Of course. You know, and then, you know, put him in the uh, yeah. STFU. And that's actually oh, what they kept saying. Eight. And yeah. not only is it that, yeah. but this is like the start this of is, Super Cena, too. Right. This yeah. is, no, this is, yeah, this is the midst of Super Cena. Yeah, yeah I guess it has already kicked in. You're right. This is 08. at this point. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. 08. You're right. And then at one point, he went for the FU as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, it was weird hearing all these names, you know, right. how it, you know, and, uh, but he ended up winning the match. It was a clean finish. Nice. You know, and it's the way it should have been, but there was people holding up signs in the crowd that said match of the year. You know, Cena nice. and uh, nice. Batista. So it gave me a better appreciation for Batista, so I ended up watching a few more things and that's where I watched that. Uh Um what got me was uh Dribs and I sat down and watched his uh Beyond the Ring, if you go into I the watch that. stuff. That looks really good. It was really good and that's what made me finally like see Batista for more than Blue Tista and like then like then I'm like man I wish I would have known when he was here so I could appreciate it a little bit he did because it seems like they don't want him back yeah which is a, just a weird situation I mean yeah, he's, like he's one of the biggest becoming one of the biggest actors in the world and they don't want him on he's becoming the second rock very quickly to be mm-hmm. honest his Guardians of the Galaxy gig like and he said he blew him up he was talking about quitting the third one if they don't bring back James Gunn yeah I heard that too. So, yeah. Well, so. the whole cast was talking about quitting yeah. if they don't bring back. Then they said they were going to reboot it. Agree. Already. I'm yeah. Like, what? Whatever. And who knows? Like, no, I, I definitely have a better appreciation now. And that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So. All right, yeah, buds. Well, I think it's time to wrap this one up. Uh, yeah. First off, special thanks to our special guest, Justin. Yeah, for definitely. joining us and talking and he'll be yeah, back to uh, thank you very to, much he'll be back again no, appreciate it. Don't yeah, definitely. he will be oh, back yeah. in the future Great. to talk some more wrestling with us hell yeah can't and wait, uh, yeah if you want to talk some wrestling with us you can hit us up at budsww on the twitter and email at the gmail budsww oh, yep. uh, I'm at daryl underscore guns on the twitter I'm at uh, Beach 2004 that's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. Sorry, and where can the buds find you, Justin? They can find me on Twitter at I'm Making S'mores. That's at I-M-M-A-K-I-N-S-M-O-R-E-S. And The Killa Chinchilla on Instagram. Yeah. I'm Making S'mores is a great name, by the way. Thanks. It's really I don't good even for care for s'mores that much. I'm not a marshmallow <laughs> guy, but it's good It's name. great for Call of Duty because people say, you know, your camp... You know, so then my, my, clan, my clan tag is actually camp. It says C A M P, and then there's actually a uh, picture for an emblem this year with a stick with a marshmallow on it. So when they nice. kill me, they see the stick with the marshmallow on making nice. s'mores in the camp. That's so fantastic. Really and, you know, that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm making so. s'mores. You rage out like you're camping in the corner. I'm like, hey, hey, what do you do when you go camping? And they're like. Sleeping in a tent. Making s'mores. Oh, I get it. I'm I'm making s'mores. I'm going to name my guy sleeping in a tent. There you go. All right, buds. Until next time, it's BJ over there. That's Daryl and Justin over there. See ya.
Okay.